you think they're nice and safe, or your Google search history, it's like, you think it's all nice and safe, but it is not. Wait, so you're saying it's not safe? Because <laughs> That is unfortunately exactly what I'm saying. Delete the board. Podcast start! Okay. All right. Oh, are we starting? Yeah, it's our dumb podcast! It is not very good. But it is long. And dumb. It's our dumb podcast! It's the worst. Here we are, our dumb podcast, back again after a week off for vacation time for me. Ooh, hi, John Manley. Hi, Gregor. How was your vacation? Um, well, it's way different when you vacation with a four-year-old than it was when I would vacation just with my pretty wife. And so, great, but also it was a lot of, like, pacifying, screaming human. So, yeah. It's like a lot less uh, trips to the bar and a lot more trips to, like, the trampoline park, is what you're saying? What you're saying? Yeah, like... It's fun because you see a little kid running around on the beach, but then like he's like, "Oh, I I poop my pants again," and you're like, "Then again, not because of the bar, but because of." I was gonna say, so it's sort of still like going out with your buddies to the bars for the weekend. <laughs> Just the, the 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 pants pooper is small. <laughs> then we we hung out with another family out there, and it's super fun to watch kids run around and stuff, right? But when we got back, one of the kids had a cold, and then when we got back, I got the cold, and then now my kid has the cold, and so you'll hear me kind of like, it's like a wheeze cough that I have. It's very attractive, so let me tell Oh, you. man, that's like the precursor to like once we're old. Oh. Like old, old, like old, capital old. Like we're old right now. Yeah. But yeah. like old, you know? You know, I never, I never felt like, I felt old because of a number but I never felt sure. proper old until like the older adolescent kids in the neighborhood look at me and they're like, oh, oh the dad, oh, we can't, I got to, you know, button it up. And I'm like, I'm cool. You don't got to worry about me, man. Except for I do yell at people for driving too fast through the neighborhood and I am pretty grumpy and I do certainly hate everything. Oh, maybe I am old. And it's like someone just glancing at me while I feel young and I still try to maintain like a young, I don't try. I still maintain a young person's style and approach and stuff. It's, um, I certainly having a child has made me very grumpy and tired. So I, uh, uh, you have aged much better than I have. Uh, so I can say (laughs) my, uh, (laughs) I can say my first like true, there's no denying that I'm old at this point moment was like I always I went salt and peppery in my beard pretty early. Um, but now it is it, it was always more pepper than salt. And that pendulum has completely swung. And now I am much more salt than pepper. And uh, shout out to pepper, by the way. Yes, I'm dummy. All right. P.M. Peace. Um, and, uh, yeah. So now I have, now that I have more, way more salt than pepper, there was like that moment where I'm like, uh, there's really no, there's no denying this at this point. There's no like styling my beard to make it look younger or anything like that. It is like, you're just doomed. And then I had this weird thing where it's like, my beard has gone gray, but my mustache hasn't. I can confirm this. I'm looking at you on a zoom feed. Yeah, that's. Correct. And it always makes it look, I always felt that it made me look like I didn't even have a beard a lot of times and I just had this big mustache. So then I went with the mustache for a while and I was kind of like sort of going like, well, I hope it like lightens up a little bit because at least it would be like uniform. And then I like found a couple like like white hairs in my mustache and immediately regretted putting that into the universe. And I was like, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I'm losing hair more than I am um, graying. 
Okay. Which is like, I'd much rather be gray than Facts. be a five head, but like, what are you going to do? I, I, I try not to fight any of this stuff. It's just like, if I can just control the internal stressors of my life, then like, I guess that's probably the best way to tackle it. Because I don't want to take drugs for it either, unless it's like cool drugs. And so, I, like, I don't know, man. I take do? enough drugs for enough things. I don't want to have to do anything for my hair, right? <laughs> <laughs> not saying I wouldn't. Not saying I wouldn't. Or that I'm good judging if you do. Like, good for you. Right. And like, we just got to tackle these things. They're all important to everyone for different reasons and everything. And I'm very supportive of all of that because you know why? None of my business. That's why. That's right. Um, speaking of aging uh, and and aging gracefully, or in my case, not so much. I saw. I finally saw Top Gun this week. Oh, okay. Bro. Dude. Did you see it in the theater? No, and I immediately regret that decision. So it like goes out, I think today is the last, today at the time of recording is Thursday, August 25th. I think today is the last day it plays in theaters in Washington. And I'm not going to get a chance to, I'm not going to get a chance to do that, man. In a life full of regrets, that may be my biggest one. Gee, that's so weird that you finally saw Top Gun. Just days after it became available to stream. I wonder how that all came together. Shout outs to Sean Gervin. What's up, dummy? <laughs> can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? You can ask me a question. Have you ever been to Orlando? Oh, man. Not only, I, I remember Orlando very vividly. And it's funny that you say that coming out of this little Top Gun talk because I remember going there when I was a kid for the first time and my aunt uh, bought me my first pair of Ray-Bans so I would look like Tom Cruise from Top Gun. Killer! What a cool So aunt. yes, I have been to Orlando, Florida. I learned how to dive into a pool in Orlando, Florida and for the first time in my life, I experienced popcorn shrimp in Orlando, Florida. Ooh. Wonderful place. I gotta tell you, the, you saved the best for last because popcorn <laughs> shrimp is... I feel like underrated, man. Whew. Super underrated. There was a time where KFC did popcorn shrimp. I mean, just off the chart how many times we went there for that. It like, I took years off, maybe a decade off my life. I'm probably going to die soon because of it, but At least it. you'll die looking younger than me, so that's good. Yeah, not too much grumpy. Acting older, but you know, no, looking younger. Yeah, I so mean, I'm you know. certainly much grumpier. Because yeah. You should, <laughs> I, we'll get to that here in a minute. But I ask you if you've ever been to Orlando because I would go see Top Gun tonight if I could, but I'm flying out tomorrow to go to Orlando. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Go ahead, ask me a question. What are you going to Orlando for, bro? Unnecessary. I'm going to Orlando because on Monday, NASA will attempt to launch its brand new, most powerful rocket in, of all time, sending the Orion capsule back to the moon in a test run to send future humans in a year or two to the moon again to set up a moon base and all of that. The SLS, the Space Launch System, will fire for the first time on Monday very early in the morning, and I'm flying out to watch it. And I could not be more pumped. Dude, that is super cool. What a weird thing to go do, right? Yeah, but what an awesome thing to go do. Like, how randomly random that is and on brand for you and a moment that you will remember forever. That's, I feel like that's why you should go on vacations or you should, if you're going to go to Orlando, I mean, first of all, go for the popcorn shrimp. But second of yeah. all, 
What an opportunity. What a cool thing, man. Stay for the Rockets. Stay for the Rockets. Come for the popcorn shrimp. Stay for the Rockets. Get me DeSantis on the phone. I've got a new slogan for him. Um, Yeah, it's, uh, you know, when I was uh, in a younger life and the space shuttle stopped flying, I didn't have as good of a job or the money or whatever. I wasn't married to someone who was also in a career so we could afford frivolous things like me flying to Orlando to watch a rocket launch. Um, But I tried to get my buddy to go with me to go watch the final space shuttle launch. And he was like, nah. And he's like the biggest space nerd I know. Makes makes me, at the time, and makes me pale in comparison. And he just was like cold, like, nah, not worth the money. And I was like, to see the last ever space shuttle launch isn't worth it to you? Like, you're obsessed with, he like flies model rockets. He like, cool. he's so into it. And I was like, how can you just so easily dismiss that? And I'm sure it was just because it's like wildly financially irresponsible and he's just good with money. <laughs> but um, not me. Boring. Yeah, right. And so I do have to readjust my budget so I can make sure to get popcorn shrimp while I'm there. Not exactly a expensive <laughs> undertaking, but still. Reasonable pricing at the old country buffet, just so you know. Or the country <sighs> kitchen or whatever, one of those places. I'm, I'm going to Google this because it's so important to me now. But I bring this up not because of the rocket experience, but because I'm going to have to download Top Gun to watch it while I'm on the plane going there because it's a six-hour-plus flight to get to from – I'm flying basically on whatever you call mainland – USA, I'm flying about as far away as you can go without going to Miami. And so, long flight. The flight back is forever, man. Um, I would suggest uh, also downloading the movie RRR if you have not. I am uh, I preach the gospel of this movie every chance that I get. It is the most bonkers, insane movie you will ever watch, and you will enjoy every second of it. Are you sure? Because I don't deal well with tension. And when you say it's insane, it sounds like it's going to be hard to, to It's watch. an action movie. But okay. it's Bollywood, so oh, it's like yeah. it is like thirty-minute fight scenes, exactly followed by dance and song numbers. Yeah, <laughs> back into mo- and e- and each one is like progressively more insane than the next. <laughs> and it's like there's moments where you're going like, "What am I doing here? Like, why am I? <laughs> what is this?" Right? And then something will happen, and you're like right back into it, and you're like. I mean, I could. There's worse ways to spend my afternoon than watching one man fight a city, which happens. This dude fights. Spoiler a city. alert! Jesus. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I could tell you the entire plot. You'd still. It's. It's fine. It will take nothing away from the enjoyment of the movie. Um, it's phenomenal okay. and it's really long. So, would recommend. All right. I mean, I don't think I've ever consciously consumed a Bollywood movie before, and I'm kind of actually curious how you came to find it. Uh, let's blame the old algorithm on this one. Okay. It started showing up in my like my social media feeds like crazy when it yeah. got launched on or released on Netflix. I think it had like a glow up moment and it somehow made its way into my my algorithm somehow in between the, uh, you know, uh, Instagram models and food videos. Uh, there was all of these weird uh, RRR tidbits and I was like I gotta check this out and I kind of just looked at it and I saw uh like I googled it just to see what it was all about and the first thing that popped up was uh, a review that started with if cocaine was a movie this would be it and I was like I'm in (laughs) clearly (laughs) you're sniffing the screen wait how could it's not working It, it did not give me the same sensations of what I would assume uh cocaine would give you but um 
The heart does race for quite a long period of time. <laughs> so I would, I would, I would definitely recommend. I don't, Top Gun on a like on a tablet or a phone would be possibly disappointing, but I mean that's that's how it's got to be though. Like, yeah. I, I just recently got myself a new iPad because my last one I couldn't. It wouldn't support Netflix anymore. That's how old it was. <laughs> so like, I was traveling with my child, and I was like, it's just me and the kid, and. Boy, do I regret not checking this before I left. So, okay. He doesn't get any screen time. This was my one chance, and I blew it. So, all right. So, while I was in Portland, sales tax free, nice. I was like, let's do this. And so, yeah. Wait, wait. So, you bought iPad? a new tablet and are flying to Orlando to watch a spaceship launch? How's it going over there, Mr. Gatsby? Jeez. Well, I got dropped from a station, so I'm now making hundreds of dollars a month less. So, that's... That's what better ideal, time to spend a bunch of money that you don't have? Good what times. better time? What better time? Now, there's actually a really good transition here that I did not expect. I didn't expect to, for you to bring up Bollywood, and it's going to make me sound kind of like a racist dick or whatever, but like I've been really supportive of this in the past. Um, Being a racist dick you've been supportive of? Yeah, super supportive. Okay. I'm like, Dimebag Daryl, top, top-notch guy. Yeah, real. Everyone's like, man, that guy's no, awesome. No, no, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Dimebag was bad? I thought oh, Phil Ensemble I've just seen bad. several videos recently where he's dropping in bombs like it's Hiroshima Ooh. and like boy can't do that. Can't and do it that. was the 90s, it was a different time, I get it, like but still it can't not, do that. Yeah, not not okay dime back. I mean there are, also, cer- there are be- certain moments where it's like you, if you you sort of have to take the the time and era into context uh for what people are saying and whether or not it's an, it's appropriate or not. That certain term not appropriate yeah. in any decade. Or any time frame, even at Woodstock '99, not okay. And that was pretty much a lawless place. <laughs> okay. Okay. Noted. Bollywood. Yeah, it's uh, so okay. So um, I've kind of stepped on my own story a little bit here, but it really works out. Um, the other night, it was Saturday night, and the wife and I were going to go see the Killers. Now, John Manley knows this about me, but like since I started doing mornings and then moved to the suburbs. Going out and had a kid, like going out Unheard of. to a to a show. Gross. Are you kidding? That thing starts at like eight thirty. I can't like this doesn't even compute in my world. But the killers are coming, and I'm trying to create some more fun times for my wife, who um, you know has been a a mom and a full time worker for the last however long five years, and um, so just trying to create some fun for her so she doesn't um, just get so burnt out all the time. And so I'm like, hey, the Killers are coming. It's a Saturday night. We should go. And she was like, absolutely. That's a band that she knows some songs of, and it'll just be fun to get out. And sure. So I uh, I dial up the contacts and get some you know tickets set aside for me. Okay, great. And then we um we uh, we go out to dinner, drop the kid off at Nana's house, all that stuff, right? Literally every single time I walk up to a will call window, every single time. I walk up knowing that I'm not going to get the tickets because it's not that important to whomever is setting them aside for me. And it's just, we've had plenty of listeners not getting them before when they've won. And just like, just something happens. And since you got no actual skin in the game, it doesn't really matter if it doesn't go well. It's a big first world problem. Uh, Yeah. The the panic of my tickets not being at will call that I didn't even pay for. I was just gifted and pulled strings to achieve. And, and, you know, but there is, I've, I've never gone to a will call in my life and not had this fear of not being on yeah. the list. Well, because it's 
it's a vulnerable moment where the like it's for me it's less about the getting the free tickets or whatever, which just comes along with the jobs that we do, right? It's Correct. Just, it's just a part of it, and it's expected, and like I'm expected to see shows and stuff like that, and that, that's part of the trade-off or whatever. Okay, fine. Certainly, but I also have imposter syndrome in like right. heaps, and so I walk up being like, hi, can you please, oh no, I'm bad, I know, I don't deserve this, I'll go stand outside and cry, like I should. And um, so sure enough, I get there, and the nice guy is like, Sorry, man. Is it management set it aside for you? And I was like, no, no, no. It was the label. And he's like, oh, we don't have literally anything from the label. And I was like, cool, cool. Right, right, right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And um, so I go out and he's like, if you have a contact, hit him up because this might just be a misunderstanding or something. And he was just so patient, really sweet. And I, okay, great. Also, the, the will call for Climate Pledge Arena is like a separate building like a small separate building with like i guess a tunnel that takes them back to the arena but it's like i can't even describe you know like where we would set up tents and stuff along first <coughs> there like right along um yeah key arena we would like yeah. be on that one side it's like over there on the corner of the property it used to be like a merch store or something like that i can't remember oh what it yeah was, i but. know what you're talking about and so they they set it up there, and so you go, and it's beautiful. The whole thing is beautiful. Climate Pledge is great. Um, and, yeah, the guy couldn't have been sweeter, so I go back out, and I text my contact, and I'm like, hey, this is, you know, do you, what would you advise? And, I, you know, I'm proud of myself because I didn't get mad, and I wasn't disappointed. It's just more I feel ashamed of myself for going and asking for some sort of privilege and then getting shot down on it. Right. And so I get, you know, I text, and then five, ten minutes goes by, and then I get a text back. Oh, Hold on, be right back. And I was like, great. I'll just beep this so that way I don't want to talk smack or whatever. But it was, uh, yep. And um, and so I text and uh, be right back. And I was like, great. She's on scene. Like she's coming right back over here. Got the tickets. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes goes by. Okay, I'm working on it. And I'm like, what do you mean working on it? Aren't you just going to come get me? And she's, be right back, did not, I'm like, I'll be right back to this text. Right. Like, AFK. <laughs> I like, right. I, I have to take a bio break. Like, no. It's, um, so yeah, like, not on site. Texting, texting, texting. After about 45 minutes, I get the, okay, you're good. Go on, go in and get them. And then uh, text me when you get inside to just make sure everything went great. So I go back to the will call thing. And I'm like, hi, my, my tickets. And the guy goes, dude. Nothing showed up. I'll check again for you because I feel bad, but like nothing has happened. And I'm like, great, great, great. So he goes and then he checks his final counts and all of like the updated lists. And he's like, you got nothing, bro. Dude. And so like, I'm a little bit heartbroken because I've got, you know, I made this cool night not happen. Yeah. And then I like look like an idiot. And then, uh, I can't remember the guy's name and it's killing me. I followed this guy on TikTok for a while who makes like silly parody songs in his house and then he like made some money off of it and I saw him at a commercial and stuff. And that man's name is there. Weird Al Yankovic, by the way. Put some right, respect right, right. on it, please. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Weird Al Burnham was his name. And um Ah yes. And so and so I see that guy is there and I'm like, what is this guy doing here? Like it was crazy. He was like outside and he was having the same problem. Or he was inside and he couldn't get his tickets Ooh, either. And so amazing. the reason why I beat out the the promo person's name is because I don't know whose fault it really was. And also, it's not nice to talk smack or whatever. But right. um, So he had the same problem. And I'm like, that guy has like, 
You what you think? You you want to talk about getting the wrong inf- influencer <laughs> denied? He doesn't even live here. <laughs> like, what's this is crazy. So also is I recognize the TikTok person. Is he famous enough to like have people come up to him while he was standing out there? I mean, I, I didn't, but I recognized him. And like I said something and to pretty Lori and she was like, "How embarrassing to be famous for TikTok." And then he was inside, but the girl he was with looked over and laughed. <laughs> and then I was oh like, "Oh my god, that's the best. Like, that's definitely him." <laughs> so, um Oh my god. I think if TikTok didn't have such a bad name, like it would be okay if it was called like, you know, like Synergy or something. <laughs> I don't know what, but if it was like some well, businessy name. The problem with TikTok is like it started as such a like a little kids thing with all the dancing and dumb stuff. Um, I mean, we've railed against it for years, and now we're like P1s for them, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's the problem. It's just like anything, right? Like when Facebook took off, everyone made fun of Facebook. Like, oh, that yeah. thing you did in college now? Well, Facebook can- at least isn't called TikTok, which is just the description of a clock. It's just like, you know, when you have a toddler running around, and that's how they describe the world and things like TikTok. Fair you know, enough. The, like, it... I forget what the nursery rhyme is that goes with that, but like, uh, I mean, come on though, that's no worse than uh, Twitter and your your original uh, profile picture is an egg. Like, I mean, <laughs> really, the 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 Genesis concept for all of these things are pretty te- pretty terrible, right? Like, yeah, because it's just dorks, bad. right? Right. Yeah. Like anyway, like so, yeah, Spotify. Like it- what does that even mean? What does Spotify mean? Absolutely. Instagram is like at least something like it, like at least it's instant and it's uh, gram is probably (laughs) for some sort of like telegram or uh, whatever. So, okay. So it doesn't work out. I like the, the, the promo person is like two more minutes. And I was like, no, no more minutes. I'm like, I'm like being cool. And because I don't want this thing, but I also don't want to stand here and be continue to feel like a, like a, invalidated or whatever. I already right. have enough problems with that. Okay, so we go home, whatever. At least it's the night off from the kid. He stays in Anna's house. We get to watch TV and whatever, not be interrupted, knowing that we can sleep in in the morning. Great. The cat woke Lori up. Don't worry. And um, so go to bed. Everything's cool. At 1.45 in the morning, there's some freaking teenagers carrying on in the park across the street from my house. It's in like the complex. It's like a 40 house complex and there's like a little cluster park that we share. Um, and so I hear some like giggling and some this and that, and there's like some teenagers that live in my thing. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Then like one of like the surly kid with the skateboard and like, I always try and be cool to him because I get it. Like you hate everybody. But again, I come across as an old to him and And you're also intimidated yet also at the same time trying to impress him. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I'm just, I just say hi. That's all. I'm like, Hey man. And he's like, (laughs) so, um, good, good for you though. Hopefully he'll remember when he's older that there was like at least one of his neighbors was cool or not intimidated like the so he will not after about that. <laughs> thirty minutes of this dude I am like now up to here off the sure. screen enraged I get up and I start putting my pants on and Lori's like is everything okay and I'm like stay here you know she's like all right weirdo I'm going to wag my in. fist I'll be right back. <laughs> I, I couldn't see out the window to like where they were making this noise from. And I was like so like frustrated. Yeah, so I'm going out to wag my fist. I get outside 
And the way that the neighborhood is set up, it's like a donut, okay? And so that means there's houses in the middle and then houses around the edge. And so and you can see. And frosting everywhere. <laughs> and frosting. It's just glazed and the cherry filling is, oh my God. So sticky. Yeah, it's when it rains, boy, it Yeesh. is real bad. Anyway. <laughs> I can see into people's backyards, right? Like the not into, but the it's fences in the middle there because there's houses there. Right. And all the lights are on in the backyard of one place and everyone is hooting and hollering. Now this is where the racism comes up. <laughs> because oh all of the people that live over there, my neighborhood is awesomely um, multicultural. Yeah. It's probably like sixty percent um East Indian and and from that region. And so it's cool because like i'm around other holidays and they decorate at different times of the year and get to do diwali and stuff like that that's cool yeah yeah and it's it's so cool and like i'm tight with my indian neighbors that live they're from uh mumbai they live next door um we share a wall because it's a condo okay so so i go i start walking over there and i'm like oh this is one of the indian families and i gotta tell you that most of these people are like Nerdy little computer programmers that have like there's like one guy who looks like he could like probably whoop my ass. But I go into like I'm gonna go over there and like yell at these tiny little Indian people. <laughs> and so I walk up to the fence and they're like carrying on like full uproarious laughter. And I just go, "Hey, cut it out! It's two o'clock in the morning. You're out of control. You're out and of it control. goes, <laughs> it goes silent like." pin drop silent and someone just goes sorry and i was like yeah shut up and another guy goes where's that coming from and i'm like from behind your house and he goes oh yeah and i'm like you want me to bring it around to the front Woo! and he goes yeah and i went all right and i like start stomping around and i go around to the front and there's the gate to the side of their house wide open now I am not a psychopath, so I know that I can't just go into their backyard and start swinging at people. But I am, I'm like enraged mad because of how rude they're being. And then the incense that the guy is like, we'll bring it around. And I'm like, dude, I'm the crazy six foot five guy that you all look down at the street at when I pass you because you're terrified of this moment. And I'm there for it. And the whole time I'm like, I could kill any of these people. Like, I, like this is my chance. I'm not going to kill anyone. That's not what really is going on. But like, around the corner pops my neighbor's head and she is a ghost. Right. She's terrified because now I'm furious and my voice matches. And then her husband pops around and we are totally cool. He comes around and goes, hey man, sorry. And I'm like, uh, I, I like see that it's him and I'm like, thank God it's him because like that is the best thing that could have happened somebody that i like and respect is cool um and i'm like do you realize what you're doing it's 2 15 in the morning he's like are we being too loud i'm like yes you're being too loud i'm down here like this um and he goes okay i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm like, i don't want sorry i want this to cut it out because if you don't i'm calling the cops and let me tell you i feel like when you're here on a green card i kind of wish i wouldn't have said i was calling the cops because when you're here on a green card that type of threat is a whole yeah, different type correct it's not just a warning that you get <clears throat> You get profiled sometimes. Right. Right. Not all police treat the brown people like they do the white people. And I don't know if that's true about the police in my neighborhood, but I worry. And that narrative is running strong right now. And so I worry that these people of color from a different country would be, that would be a terrible outcome. But let me tell you, it instantly stopped everything. 
the homeowner <laughs> comes around the corner and he wants to see what's going on because there's a, a crazy sure. person screaming yeah. and he sees me and is immediately like, oh no, it's the wild giant white guy who does karate badly in his garage twice a week making tons of noise at an appropriate time, noon. So I stomp back to my house and I'm like obviously enraged and now I can't do anything because I'm like flooded with adrenaline and I right. stay up till four in the morning or whatever. I get a WhatsApp because of course, um, get a WhatsApp from my neighbor who's like, hey man, it's you know at three in the morning. Hey man, so sorry. I didn't realize we were being so loud and uh, my apologies. Then he sends another one. He goes, also, I've <laughs> never seen you angry before. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is awesome. That it all kind of came, got the apology and also then the, uh, an aside. Like, wow, you get real mad. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I get real mad. I like, But I also am a very friendly person. I have extreme passionate emotions and I communicate them for a living. Right. That's what I do here. And I would have fought you guys because of that, th- because of the intimidation i'm glad it was you because i like you so i haven't seen him since and it certainly is going to be super weird when i I should just go knock on their door what do you think i should do well first of all let me say as someone who has watched rrr and therefore bases all of my stereotypes on that movie you're lucky you didn't fight those people let me tell you you're very lucky (laughs) because It would have been over. R.I.P. in peace, Gregor. For real. It would have gotten bad quick. Just letting you know. So be careful. Now, as someone who thinks logically, um, you know, I don't I don't know what you do in that situation because I'm also like, okay, so my biggest like trigger is base from another room. It nothing infuriates me more, dude. I don't know if it's like a weird inner ear thing. I don't know if well, I do know like our ears are sort of trained to be like hypersensitive. We hear things a little bit differently than other people um, until we hear nothing, which is probably seven to eight weeks away. But well, for how many years did we sit there and go like when the Toyota Tundra Studios would come on and the thing would blow in the background and it would derail? The podcast, literally every time we would stop, you'd be like, like, right, every time because you're just sensitive to wanting a clean product, audio product. It's just been your business and your life for so long, right? So, I that will make me go crazy as well to play and like take me to places that I mentally don't like to be in, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, I will, I'm gonna punch through this wall. Like, I remember I had a neighbor, like our, oh my God, my first neighbor here um, in Chicago seemed like a dude I would want to be friends with, but immediately I hated him because he would get a little loose with the liquor and then he'd sit on his balcony and like crank tunes, which that's kind of the dream, right? Summertime, Chicago, downtown, like, yeah, man, let's sit outside, have a beer, a couple adult pops and listen to some tunes and watch the sunset. It's golden hour. But the problem was it wasn't like he would take like a boombox out to the porch. It would be he would play the music from his living room. And this is when I immediately realized he's not going to be one of my friends. No. He listened to the worst music. Like, well, I shouldn't say the worst music. 
Although there were Nickelback songs in this mix. But it was like, you know, like just that like aggro-y like tool and you know what I mean? But he'd play it so loud that I know I could tell from the bass lines what songs he was listening to. And I remember the first time it was happening, um, I was like, we were in the living room and, and my girlfriend at the time. And I was like, I'm like, I don't know what to do here because... I want to bang on this wall as hard as I can, but also he's playing Seven Nation Army. So, I mean, if you're going to rattle my walls, could be worse, right? Yeah. But I gave it like, I give it like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. You can, I'll give you like, everyone sometimes needs to just blast tunes and get out of their system. I understand that. Do it myself. But if it's after like, if we're in 20 minute to 30 minute territory, you've had your meditation moment now. And it's an apartment. You don't, like, live on six acres. I'm a firm believer in that we have a shared set of uh, rules and and, um, concessions that we make when we live in dwellings where we are surrounded by people on all sides. And I firmly fall into the, I feel like there's two camps. There's the one camp that goes, well, it's an apartment. Like, yeah, you're going to hear other people. And then there's the other camp that's like, you should be respectful of everyone around you. And if you're too loud... My bad, I'll turn it down. I am firmly in that camp. And I remember, like, my girlfriend was like, well, it's just, yeah, he's just letting off some steam. And I was like, no, this is not okay. And I remember getting really upset that I was like, I can't believe you are one of those people. Like, this is unacceptable. And I better not catch you doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, <laughs> Why don't you go hang out with him then? And then she did, and now I'm alone. So thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy your tool, you tools. (laughs) You know, I had to do, um, I started to realize that, like, um, one of my big flaws is that loud noise just sets me off. Like, and like, I had to do like therapy for it and stuff because it was, um, like my own child screaming or crying like makes me just absolutely bonkers dude it like um it, it would be in the middle of the night and he'd be screaming and i would like go way up here even sure. though it's like a tiny baby and like lori would have to come in and so she would like have to save the day every you're both time. crying at that point she's got she's got to rock you both back to sleep yeah it's a lot yeah i mean effectively and then Poor like woman. and then the shame that comes along with that where i'd be like why am i such a turd that like a screaming baby makes me so upset too and then like how hard is that on Lori that was the part I didn't see at the time was how hard it was on her because she just handled it stoically and so um yeah then I had to start thinking like I actually lost my really good earplugs because I have to like I gotta find them they're around here somewhere I hope but I have to carry them around with me all the time because like getting like I we started to realize that a huge trigger for me was loud, like, uncomfortable noise. I can go to a concert, it's fine, but someone screaming, like, agitating noise, like, is just a... Like, to the point where they were like, oh, this is like a classic sign of ADHD, is that loud noise would set you off like that. Now, it just so happens that anxiety and ADHD are, like, bedfellows, and so, like, six of one, half dozen of the other, whatever. It's just the medication you take for it. And so, yeah, like... Like, rather than leaving the room every time I get upset, which became my tactic, which also bailed on my wife, I have to, like, do something else to, like, dampen the situation. And it's a bummer, man. And I don't – I hate feeling broken. I hate feeling like 
my my condition is like not only do I feel bad, but it makes the other people around me feel bad or affects negatively the people around me. Well, that's the part that sucks, right? Like it's not so yeah. much because um, I don't think you're broken. And I don't think I'm broken, even though I've been diagnosed as broken. I don't think that's true. I think I think no one is perfect is the thing sure. to remember. And that, like, there is no... It's impossible to not think that there is a perfect set of how you're supposed to be. Because that's 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 how you set goals. That's how you judge yourself. That's how you kind of strive for betterment, right? But... If you don't remember that, like, that's all fraudulent. Except for Tom Cruise. Apparently he is, well, he's got the Scientology thing. So there you go, right? <laughs> um, but I think the frustrating part about all of it is when you uh, you have these things. And, and what bothers, for me, it always bothers me more. Or I get more emotional or upset about it. Exactly what you're saying. I can handle my own shit. It's when someone else can't is the hard part. Or you can see it. You can see it bothering somebody else, right? Where it's like, I'm trying to think of some things that I do, which are a lot. Um, like, I'll just shut down, right? Like, like I'm not talking anymore. I am done speaking. That's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to sit here. <laughs> which and, is a benefit to you in another capacity, because like record people would come in, and they'd play songs, and be like, yeah, man, this is awesome, right? And you'd be like, hmm. Like, you could just totally shut down, so they had no idea how to play you on it. They, like, didn't know where right. they stood at all, and so then they would get more anxious and more anxious, and they'd get, like, wilder, crazier, swinging arms, and like, yeah, this drum part, yeah, whoa! And you're like, dude, chill out. Let's just listen to the song, and then I'll we'll think about it or talk about it. Stop being such a... I almost said spaz, but that's a bad word now. I the harder you dance, the worse the song. Let me tell you. That's the golden rule. If you, if any, hey kids, if you're listening, you want to get into the old radio game and become a music programmer. Don't. Less, lesson number one: uh, you better hurry. There's about six of them left. Uh, two, yeah. When you get pitched a song, the harder they press you, the worse the song is. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. And it's probably true of anything in life. The of course, it is. Pressing you on something. If something's good, people want it. You, it's easy to sell Nirvana. It's easy to sell Pappy Van Winkle. It's easy to sell a Porsche, mm. a Prius. I'd like a Porsche. Mm. So anyway, so yeah, so like, I'll shut down, and I know that that's my coping mechanism, and I know that's not per se good, and it's not what I want to do. But in those moments, I have to, right? And I can yeah. be okay with that. Like, you know, there are times where I'm like, God, I wish I would have spoke up, right? I wish I would have said something. But I'd much rather have that feeling than like... Wish I wouldn't have said that. <laughs> right. Exactly right. And the only time it really bothers me is when it bothers somebody else. You know what I mean? And they're like, I just can't get a read on you. Or like, you never, you never say it. Like, why don't you say how you feel? And it's like, then I start to feel bad. But that's who I am and I can work on it and I do. But like at the same time, I try not to beat myself up over it. It's more of a, I try to I for me, I, I try more to recognize that it's happening. And then see if I can. That's get my, the game. Right. Yeah, that's the therapy game right there is you got to you got to know when it's happening to be able to understand if you're just it, the decision you're making to go to that spot is it the right one or not 
And like, I can't answer that for you. You have to be able to right. do that yourself. It's It really is interesting to me about how, you know, you say that like, I don't think I'm broken and, and that every, nobody's perfect. <laughs> and then like, because the, there is no perfect because each of us has a different perspective on how things is are perfect. And so like you're perfect and my perfect, we could be going for two totally different things that conflict with each other just enough that you start to see how all the different personalities and all the different behaviors and all the different um, goals aren't all going towards the same thing. The right. only things that we need to do are eat and hump. Like that's, that's our only actual, we have to keep the scientific processes of our cellular body moving. That's the name of my next album, by the way, Eat and Hump. Oh, man. Maybe the reverse order. Maybe hump, then eat, so that way you're... Yeah, you don't want to hump on a full stomach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would. I saw a thing today. um, It's about this company that's... It's called The Happy Ring, and I think this is fascinating how things will change a little bit to get away from the one ideal perfect nature um it's a mood ring a smart ring that has a <clears throat> electrodermal chip in it that can like detect when the sweat pores in your finger are opening and when the when the tension in your skin is changing and via the and whatever sends all that is. data to all of the uh amazons of the world to track you and be able to uh target add you with all of the things yeah good great oh great it idea. seems like you're stressed out how about a nice cup of decaf coffee <laughs> whatever um but the other part of it that i like that i imagine is where they're coming from before it becomes evil like everything is that it there's a monthly fee that you have to pay to use the thing and it's steep it's like if you commit to two years it's 20 bucks a month Jeez. which is like that's like you know your netflix and hulus and more than that right and so um but the ring, instead of using like a preset, this is how you should, like, this is what type of sleep you should have. You need more sleep. You're at a sleep deficit. That's only for certain, that doesn't work for everybody, right? Like, not everyone needs the same amount of care the same way. We're all a little different. So, this is using, em- employing an algorithm to figure out what's normal for your body and, and it's personalized. And I think that in the future, as we start to realize that, like, our in only main goal is... Good. In the year 2000. <laughs> yeah. Um, as we start to recognize that what are the real goals of of the species, and it's to eat and hump or hump and eat. Yes. Um, <clears throat> that we get away from the the ideal of perfection, and it's more about... It's more Zen, maybe. It's more about balance. And it's how do we get to a calm state so that way our behavior is less erratic and more um, genuine and more um, representative. And if we can get there, then perhaps the drugs and the and the the notion of everyone being broken can subside a little bit and we can feel better. And I was like, I was really encouraged by that. The price point isn't right for me, which is crazy that that's what stops me or whatever. But if they can make some, if that's the future, if like AI not used for evil to control us, good luck, is like how we chill about our problems, that could be the first time I've genuinely been like excited to hear that AI is being applied to anything outside of like future medicine. 
all I can think of is all that that thing's doing is storing and collecting all of your your like semi emotional data so that when we transfer our brains into our robots, they can just take that ring off and put it on the robot and you will instantly be like yourself, which let me be clear. I'm pretty for. I'm pretty for my my brain then went to this point, though. I was like, when you say ring, how long until the porn industry gets there? hands on it where does the ring go hold still robot (laughs) should i eat now or should i eat after you've been listening to our dumb podcast you're smart smart like a fox wait what email these idiots our dumb podcast at gmail.com follow them on twitter at our dumb podcast or at hey gregor and at manchild 1077 it's a trap our dumb podcast is brought to you by Popcorn shrimp. Hump. And then eat popcorn (laughs) shrimp.